good morning and good morning to the listeners and thank you for inviting me. I mean, it's an interesting policy. I, I didn't know that we didn't have a system like Is this something new? No. Um, interestingly, this is not new, especially when it comes to uh, the fining of companies that employ people that are not regular in the country. There has always been that. And the initial fine, you know, to a company is uh, about 40000 and it also includes... Um, you know, the possibility of imprisonment. It has only been the issue of uh, implementing those particular laws. So this is nothing new. It has always been there. So what has been the issue then with implementing the laws? I mean, for instance, if you talk about the quota, you're saying there has always been a quota, but the implementation hasn't followed through. I think the biggest challenge that we have has been um, how the Department of Labor and the inspectors obviously, you know, implemented the laws. I remember that before somebody South Africa from our country. Ooh, uh, your line is, is just letting us down there, Dr. Sibanda. I'm not quite sure what's happening. If you can just maybe move around a bit, we, we're losing you there. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you. Yes. So what I'm basically saying is that uh, to start with, every company that employs a foreign national, the first thing that they must do is, uh, is to show that they have advertised you know, that particular post, and there is no one in the country who is able to take up that particular job. Hmm. And the Department of Labor must then give a certificate, you know, to that company so that it, so that it can employ somebody, you know, who is from outside the country. So there are these laws that are in place, you know, but however, they are not being followed in the bulk of the cases, either because companies also want to exploit, you know, uh, foreign nationals where there is a possibility of exploitation, especially for, you know, the low-income, you know, jobs. But these laws are in place, and um, it is not only South Africa that does, you know, um, have some of these quotas. And it is quite a lot of countries. We've seen, you know, Botswana, we've seen Zimbabwe, especially when it comes to small businesses and so forth. So I, I think, you know, those basics are already in place. Mm. Dr. Sibanda Melanie here. I mean, you know, and I guess the reason so many people are interested in this particular area or a particular topic is that, you know, South Africa's ridiculously high unemployment rate. Implementing mm. policies like this, does this guarantee work for South African citizens? Well, definitely not so. It does not guarantee, you know, employment for South African citizens. And I think the biggest challenge that um, the populace or a lot of people, you know, have is that there are certain jobs that, um, you know, uh, I mean, nationals would obviously not uh, or would scorn and not look at. For example, let's look at, um, you know, uh, in the small business sector where we've got spazer shops, you know, that, um, you know, people are always saying, but foreign nationals have taken that. Number one, a lot of those uh, spaza shops are owned by asylum seekers and refugees who are people that are protected by the law and should be able you know to enter into any job because they are admitted into the con- in a country whose laws do not actually you know want these people to be put uh, in, in 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 camps now secondly you know when these people come in they are willing you know to provide extra you know services to make their work you know special i mean you know uh, attract you know locals for example where there is a sponsor shop that is owned by a foreigner a foreigner is willing or a migrant is willing to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to open so that when you are going to work you are able to buy these things and they will open up until very late at about 10 and in some cases they also extend credit facilities mm. and they become more competitive and because they become more competitive, then, you know, the very same nationals are the ones that end up preferring them. 
And those that are in that business, you know, instead of copying these particular skills, they then instead, you know, resort to fighting. That's an interesting point there. And I can assure you now, Dr. Sibanda, that just that line that you said about uh, foreign nationals, I know it's an example, but foreign nationals yes. being prepared to, to basically open 24-7 if they're running as puzzle shop, that line alone is going to get a lot of people talking. Mm. So, so thank you for bringing some spice there to our morning. Um, but let's see what, what our listeners say, Dr. Sibanda. We'll leave it there for now. Thank you very much for your perspective on this.